next we have Ms. Uh, Janini Narayani. Namaste. You are all talking about 19 slides. I've got 38 slides. <laughs> and I'm going to just cut everything now. She wakes up before daybreak, the serene silence, her friend, her sakhi. She begins drawing her dreams on the freshly prepared canvas. The white powder flows, controlled and gently. Her body bends and straightens. She moves in all directions. The curves, the loops, the simple, the complex. The calculations, the maneuvers, the designs, the shapes. The size, the form and patterns on her space, her dimension. The progression, her impression. Her connect, the rhythmic meditation. Her sacred expression, her creation. Janani. Bhuvi Bindu Bhavi. The importance of preserving the traditional art uh, of Kolam. I'm uh, confined, uh, confining myself to the gender specific uh, sacred spaces and preserving this art called Kolam, which is from. Next one. Yeah. What is Kolam? Kolam is a floor art, it's a daily ritual, a sacred geometry. And what do you need for it? Rice flour, maybe rice paste. And uh, nowadays you get the rangoli powder, preferably a cow dung floor, otherwise any floor, tile, stone, anything. Who does it? Yeah. Now there are, uh, it's done exclusively by the women uh, from the, uh, you know, South India. And this kolam is particularly uh, with reference to Tamil Nadu, young uh, girls and women practice this art, for they've been practicing this for centuries. and. Uh, the unique thing is there are pullies or dots which are drawn in a particular fashion, like it can be parallel or you know interwoven dots, and then the um, patterns are executed. There's something called different columns are there: chikku column, kambi column, or free-form column. Now this is special uh, with rice paste for puja areas. A special column pattern. Now mainly these columns are drawn for. Uh, auspiciousness for inviting Lakshmi into your home and to drive away evil spirits. And it's there in uh, every part of India, but it's very, uh, you know, a little different what to do in Tamil Nadu. So these are special uh, patterns. Some are uh, nose rings, cha chariots, and then you have Sita's hairdo or Krishna's tuft or Brahma's knot or Draupadi's pallu. There's so many things to it, yeah. These are columns for Shiva. Now, what's the cross-cultural connection? It's available all over India with the rice powder. They do it. But like I told you, in Andhra Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, Kerala, and Karnataka, they do it with a system of dots. And that is a little unique. And it's a daily ritual. Uh, only when there is a death in the family, these things are not uh, drawn outside. Now, uh, in Jainism also it is there. The first picture up over there is from a Jain temple in uh, Moodubidri. Very column-like patterns are there. That is a Tibetan uh, eternal knot, which is very famous, uh, Buddhist thing, uh, signifying an end unending life and death. And you have the Celtic knot. Now, this is a very interesting uh, cultural thing, like uh, Vanuatu sand drawings of the Pacific. They are, uh, and uh, Chauke tribes of Africa from the Congo, they have something very, very similar to Kolam drawings, but they do it on the sand. And uh, there is a British anthropologist who has found a lot of similarities between these two uh, patterns in, of Kolam and this Vanuatu drawings. And uh, he says maybe they all come from a single monolithic culture. 
applications are plenty. I'm just running through this in math, music, and uh, computer science, in art, in aesthetics as therapy. And Tanishk had brought out an entire jewelry collection based on columns. Government of India has brought out stamps. The Namma Metro of uh, Bengaluru has got column as its uh, logo. And this is Kolamgami made up of two words, Kolam plus Origami. Origami is a Japanese art of paper folding. My son is here, Shivram is an origamist. Since I'm a Kolam artist, we have explored the possibility of, uh, superb possibility of uh, translating Kolam uh, into uh, origamic structures. Those are all folded from, uh, yeah. This is uh, uh, my workshops and other things. The extreme right, I'd like to just say a word about it. I, for my own satisfaction, I'm doing something called Suguna Meenakshi Project, where Suguna is my mother's name, Meenakshi is my grandmother's name, as a tribute to all the mothers and grandmothers who have handed down these kind of uh, you know uh, ritual uh, drawings, this floor art. So that is, I've drawn 108 uh, columns on a single canvas, so, and other things, yeah. Now the A to Z of why columns have to be preserved. Uh, there are so many words connected to it that I have found applicable. And uh, other than this, why columns had to be drawn yesterday, I, I promised my aunt that I would share this with y'all. She's 90 plus and she rang up to wish me the very best for this presentation. And she told me, please include that uh, in our time, columns was uh, a, a great requirement for getting married. They used to check out whether we knew how to draw columns, then we were sharp in our minds. And also that, uh, you know, children were not going to school those days, women and uh, girls, so they, you know, learning maths, counting, and everything was a big part of, uh, uh, you know, this uh, this process. Yeah. Now I'm going so to the more. I'm just going to the more. That was all the very technical 1920 slides that I ran through. Now I'm doing a little more esoteric part. This is the buoy. Yeah, the earth is venerated as mother goddess, as Mahalakshmi, as Sita, as Padmavati. Bhumi is earth, soil, land, territory, extent, floor, receptacle, attitude, matter, and stage. You start the day with the Bhumi Vandana. Kolam is a kind of prayer with the rice powder. Not everyone could or would recite a shloka or have a yantra or uh, do puja for that. So you acknowledge Bhumi Devi's greatness, her magnanimity. You ask for blessings, for protection from evil spirits, for abundance, for prosperity, for good energy, for stability, and forgiveness. Forgiveness for walking on her, spitting on her, abusing her, and performing your daily duty, that of Bhuta Yagna, one of the five yagnas that you have to do of feeding birds and uh, insects uh, through this, you know, putting the rice flour. And uh, of course, visitors, when they, they enter your house only, there's a visual treat for them. Now, this is the vassal, the vasapadi, or the uh, threshold, where the inner space ends and the outer realm begins. This is a very, very important uh, part of the house. It uh, represents the connect, the relationship between the human, the natural, and the divine environment. So this is a kind of a, uh, Shanti prayer also for the uh, environment. Now, Kolam, uh, there's another thing about, yeah. Kolam, I believe, is a geopathic stress buster. Geopathic stress relates to the relationship between the earth and earth's energies and the human energies. Now, there is a video that I, you all will see where different sound vibrations are converted into 
uh, you know, uh, on a thin film of sand over a metal plate into beautiful column-like patterns. Just watch this video, please. So the frequency keeps changing and patterns on a thin film, uh, on a metal plate as on a thin film of sand keeps changing into these beautiful visual uh, patterns like column. So this uh, gave me an idea and I'm, because of the, there is a, this is like, yeah, this is like your, uh, they say that uh, Om produces the, Sri Chakra thing, I'm not um, fully uh, clear about that, but uh, I'm just telling. But you know what, these uh, visual vibrations, that is the column, I'm happy to share it with, uh, share this information with you all. I have, uh, you know, started a small uh, initial talks with the Bitsbilaling Goa campus uh, to, you know, study the possibility of these visual vibrations, what happens to the sound vibrations. And they are very keen on doing it. They've asked me to come back in, end February, early March. So even on different substrate and maybe cow dung or cement or thing, let's see what happens next year. I'm going to submit a proposal with studying visual vibrations and uh, sound vibrations. The word bindu is the point, the dot at which creation begins, the sacred symbol of the cosmos, and it is the geometrical point, the center, the metaphysical nucleus of the universe. It is the shakti, it is the energy. Now when the dot, the pulley, the bindu are placed, it is like throwing a stone into a lake and or a pool, and that, you know, the uh, ripples of creativity which are in the subconscious are allowed to manifest itself. Bindu is shakti, it is power, it is energy, it is consciousness. Now, just like our uh, rishis, Mag Teg uh, Max Tegmark, uh, a, a physicist, he says um, that, um, what is it, consciousness is a mathematical pattern. And columns also are like yantras through mathematical patterns. The column artist is instinctively conscious of the central bindu or the dot, the central space in the grid that she creates. Now, can we interpret it as that she identifies herself totally as the consciousness, the manifestation of that central energy, the creator, the universe? Column is very rhythmic, right? From placing the dots to uh, when you're drawing it from morning to evening, morning or evening, daily, weekly, monthly, according to seasons, festivals, it's in total rhythm with the universe. So this bindu, this shakti, this feminine rhythm, it preserves the sanctity of the gender space in her own home, in temples, in mandaps, in roads, in alleys, in villages, in urban spaces. And the bindu of the column reiterates that cosmology is inbuilt in this traditional art, in the day-to-day -day life, and religion is kept alive by only doing or practicing. Bhava is directing one's mind, emotional and spiritual thoughts and energy in a very meditative way upon some deity or an object of worship. 
Now your sixth sense intuitively tells you that your activity is promoting your well-being. So these emotions start at the right of the day and you don't even have to have a bath like you do for other rituals. Straight away you go and start putting the, uh, drawing the column. It's like a kind of vitamin, a tonic to face the rest of the day. And you know, I feel the Jnana Mudra benefits accrue to you because you're using your uh, thumb and uh, index finger. And just imagine, there are uh, domestic helps who go and do these uh, columns in the homes of where they work. What about them? Then they are the kind of agents of uh, auspiciousness, of luxury for that place. So can we understand the importance, the significance, the discipline, the attitude, the grace, the magnanimity, the empathy of the practitioners? And they repeatedly show interest in this activity, that so many of them are completely self-taught and over generations, over all strata of society, and what about collective emotions as a whole when a particular area or community or what about them when they are practicing and how will it affect their emotion? But they also know that the emotion is transient, it is not permanent. You know, people stamp the columns, the breeze, the wind, the rain, other natural elements can spoil it, but it's okay. It is the underlying deep philosophy that do your duty and don't bother about the fruits of the action. And now there are two people. This on the left is Kavita, on the right is Vasanta. Kavita is uh, in, a, you know, she's a helper in a, a Vedapatshala and a home for the abandoned, run by a Kanti Kamakoti Trust in near Trichy, in a Tiruvannakaval, very famous temple is there. And she executes her columns there. And uh, that is Vasanta, who's a domestic help in my mother's house in Chennai, in the Hasil Basil of Chennai, for several years. So I was just asking them a few questions. and. Just the, the peacocks are in the background when she is drawing. And Vasanta, when I asked her, what do you feel when you draw the column? I'm not going to translate it for you all. There's no subtitles. You just watch that video. Uh, she says that, you know, when the minute I take the powder or the water for sprinkling in my hand, Udli Mahalakshmi comes to my mind. I don't have anything else. I, that's all that I think of. And I've been like this from a very early age. And it's my spiritual, my Deva Bhakti. Just watch the video. Where the parts are? That was her reaction. For her and for hundreds of others like me too, there is, you know, the Deva Bhakti is non-negotiable. It's not up for debate. The column drawing is a very spiritual process and it's not up for debate. So I started off by saying it's a floor art, but it's an absolute conscious spiritual sacred science. The Nari, the Shakti and her columns are verily a repository of sublime truth. That's why columns have lasted and that's why they must be preserved. Now, during the course of my presentation, I found that columns are an anagram of slokam and lokam. And that sums up Janani. That is my presentation and me. And a very big thank you to Subramaniam who rendered the shlokas and to the organizers for affording me this wonderful opportunity. Thank you so much.